0: The Holy Gospel is written in the 10th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke, beginning at the 23rd verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. This do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead." and by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto him, take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, he that showed mercy on him, Then said Jesus unto him, go and do thou likewise. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, Christ.
1: Please be seated. Many years ago, on a thought for the day, the topic was the finger of God and the way in which the scriptures give a different emphasis. For example, sometimes the finger of God confronts us. There's something wrong that must be put right. And sometimes we're found guilty and have shortcomings. I know I'm very keen on cricket and sometimes when I was given out LBW, I would appeal. But the final word was with the umpire and this was it, you're out and you've fallen short of the standards that we need. But fortunately also the finger of God um, can comfort us. It can beckon us. Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Or follow me and I'll show you the way to life abundant. But sometimes there's a challenge to do something which could make our life much richer. And there's a challenge in that reading what we've just heard because it finished with these words. It's about Jesus and this conversation he had and showing mercy. And Jesus said to the man, go and do likewise. Show mercy and Christian love. That's a challenge for that man in that famous story, The Good Samaritan. It's recorded in Luke's Gospel, and it's very well known and much loved. Here is this man on his journey, a Samaritan, and he's attacked by robbers and left. He's almost half dead. And there's that familiar sequence of events where a priest can see there's trouble, but just walks on. And the Levite who just goes over and glances and then goes on his way. One writer has said, perhaps a priest and Levite feared being ritually defiled, thus missing their temple duties. If so, what a comment on their distortion of religious priorities. No, the hero of the story is the good Samaritan, a great example of showing mercy in many different ways. For example, he was a Samaritan, and you know what that meant. The Jews had no dealings with the Samaritans. Had their roles been reversed and the Samaritan been beaten by robbers, probably the Jew may not have lifted a finger to help him. Secondly, he was willing to expose himself to danger. No one, least of all a foreigner, took the pleasure trip down the brigand-infested Jericho Road. But he, moving cautiously, but as rapidly as he could, could only draw attention to himself by stopping to help a poor fellow by the roadside. Third, he rendered a personal service. Doubtless, he could have rushed to the city and notified some relief agency. Instead, he dirtied his own hands, dressed the man's wounds, cleansed and soothed them with wine and oil, and lifted him up onto his own donkey. Fourthly, he gave generously of his time. He took the Jew, not ahead, but back to the inn, got him safely lodged, and delayed his own journey almost 24 hours to remain overnight and attend personally to the man's needs. And finally, all of this cost him something, an extra night's lodging for himself, perhaps, as well as for the wounded Jew, plus money which he gave to the innkeeper to take care of the victim. No wonder he's called the Good Samaritan. And what a good role model that would be for all of us in a way we live out our Christian life to look at that example, to think about it, and to see how practically we could follow that command to show mercy as Jesus commanded. Of course, this story has inspired many great acts of showing mercy and Christian love. I'm so glad that over there in the corner we have that telephone to remind us of the work of the Samaritans and the way in which this parable inspired that work to begin. And just think of the countless people who've been blessed by mercy via these Samaritans and their wonderful work over so many years. Or think, for example, of someone like Mother Teresa, who I know is going to um, be remembered very much this weekend. What a great life she lived. If anyone can be a role model for showing mercy, that wonderful lady must count very much. But these are great people. What about ordinary Christians such as us? How can we show mercy in a practical way? it looked to me as though the Good Samaritan did at least care about the person he saw who needed help. You know, the phrase we often hear these days, I couldn't care less, but this Samaritan couldn't have cared more. And this quality of caring is absolutely fundamental if we are to be enthused by showing mercy to those in need. also the Good Samaritan, I don't only he cared, but he dared. He was prepared to go out of his comfort zone in order to help someone in need. And that's a challenge often for us. Are we prepared to do that in the name of Christ, to reach out and help others in need? He cared, and so should we. He dared, and that's a challenge for us. And he shared, He shared of his money to help that poor man in need. And how much we can show mercy sometimes financially by giving to those who will use the money well to show mercy and love to others. It's a great challenge, but when it's carried out, it's very rewarding, not only for the person we're helping, but for ourselves and our own Christian growth. One writer has said this, it was unlikely that Jesus was suggesting that Samaritan was better or any more godly than the Jews, rather that neighborliness is not defined by race or even religion, but by loving action. Loving action. That's a challenge for all of us, day by day. So how do we renew our commitment to showing mercy? Well, what better place than here as we shortly gather around for the Eucharist and we will remember the life and the death of Jesus. For he cared and he dared and he shared that we may find a way to restore our relationship with God and to be renewed and refreshed daily for his service. And as we go out into a new week, that love that he shows to us can overflow and be of real help to individuals we may meet this week. So let's meditate on that challenge. And as we kneel down to receive the bread and wine, ask our Lord for the in which strength we need to be people of mercy. Amen.